In this episode, we'll be looking at Unit 3, Outcome 1, Key Knowledge Points 11, 12, and 13. Starting with Key Knowledge Point 11, Functions and Techniques Within an RDBMS to Efficiently and Effectively Validate and Manipulate Data. All data should be manually validated by the person entering the data prior to entering the data, but it's always important to include electronic validation techniques as well. So when data is entered, it'll be checked against any expected rules or formats and the software should ask for data to be re-entered if it's seen as incorrect. Software functions for validation include range checks, spell checks, grammar checks, uh, predefined lists, data type checks, input masks and alignment checks. The standard validation check that we see uh, in an access database for example uh, would be a data type check. When you set up your database you will have set up data types for your fields. For example a birth date might be set to the date field and if a person enters integers or numeric values those values won't be accepted because they're of the incorrect data type. This will happen regardless of whether any rules have been set up or not. A range check checks that data is within an expected range. For example, high school students would reasonably be expected to be within the ages of say 10 to 19. So a range check could monitor birth dates and see that when dates are entered, if it made that student's age outside of that range, for example, eight years old or 25 years old, they'd be shown as invalid data, which would need to be re-entered. Predefined lists can aid data validation by providing users with a set list of acceptable values of which only these can be entered or chosen. An example of this would be a, a pizza menu that allowed only a choice of 10 pizzas. The 10 point pizzas could be selected with no alterations instead of typing that selection in. And another example is, is where a user is shown a calendar to select a date. There are many other ways to aid validation uh, within a database, including using checkboxes and radio buttons and using an autocomplete feature in a textbook. And as with all database setup, validation rules should be added to your tables prior to the entry of any data, as things get much more difficult after data has been added to a database. And going back to manual validation, we do also rely on the data entry operator to proofread the data before they enter it, checking for accuracy, completeness, and reasonableness, and making sure that there's no ridiculous data in there. As part of the problem solving methodology, we do need to perform tests on our data validation as well. So during the design stage of the PSM, you'll be producing test data to see how your software handles unreasonable data, missing data like empty fields or incorrect data. Of course, you'll also be testing any formulas, summaries like counts uh, and sorts, and you'll actually input this test data into your software or into your database to do all your tests before the database is actually used. Now key knowledge point 12, functions and techniques to retrieve required information through searching, sorting, filtering and querying data sets involves those things that we've been practicing in class. Creating databases and setting up tables, primary keys, uh, relationships between the tables and so on. But the key thing we're looking at here is setting up queries, which is something that we'd be doing in the design stage. The queries will be written after our tables and the rest of our database has been set up and we'll plan our queries to display the information that we've already worked out that we know that we want to be seeing. 
And just like every other part of your database, queries need to be tested to make sure that they're displaying all of the expected results and obviously nothing that's unexpected. So this testing of your query involves performing the query on your test data and manually checking the test data to identify that the records meet the criteria that you've specified in your query. And your test data needs to be selected very carefully to ensure that you have data that it meets none of the criteria, meets some of the criteria, and meets all of the criteria that's written into your query. And moving on to key knowledge point 13, which repeats some of the things that we've already discussed. Methods and techniques for testing that solutions perform as intended. And I'll get you to note that informal testing occurs during the development stage. So that's the regular testing you do as you're writing your software. And formal testing happens after your software is complete in the evaluation stage of the PSM. That involves testing the whole solution to see if it solves the problem completely. Formal testing needs to be accompanied by comprehensive documentation and it needs to carry out each test for all of the outcomes that you expect from your program. And although formal testing uh, is carried out during the evaluation stage, the documentation and the tests that you're going to perform are actually written down during the design stage. Your testing uh, is always going to include a bench test, which checks whether calculations are performed correctly and how uh, erroneous data is handled by your validation. In addition to testing the, the formulas and functions of your work, you'll also be uh, checking or testing that your solution meets the needs of your intended users. And obviously this process is called user acceptance testing, which involves having users use your software or use your solution and provide feedback on their experiences. Now just recapping the features that we're likely to test, we'll be testing tables, validation, testing our input masks, testing queries, testing sorting so you will be testing that data is sorted in the way that you expect it to be sorted for example sorting by surname and then first name sorting numerically or alphanumerically and you'll continue to test formulas summary statistics totals counts and obviously user acceptance and your validation the testing procedure includes six steps first step establish the test that will be conducted state the formula or function to be tested Second step is determining that the test data that'll be used. Step three, determine the expected results. So you need to specify what you think or what you expect to happen. And then you need to explain why you expect that result. Step four, record the result that's generated by your solution. Step five would then be to correct any errors that you've found. Errors being differences between what you expect and what your software produces. Uh, and step six would be to actually provide a conclusion uh, about how your software works correctly.